Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. They're explosive, um, you know, very talented offense. you got to get Dak confused because right now he is firing on all cylinders. You have to affect him, and they have a really good offensive line, so that's hard. But you got to turn the ball over somehow. Mike Danger. A win on Sunday against Dallas would certainly help the Bills' odds of making sure that Week 18 game is meaningful. And it's going to be a challenge. Gene Bataglia. Beat Dallas, and then one slip up from the Dolphins. Would the Buffalo Bills suddenly be the most dangerous team in the AFC playoffs if they made it? Yes. The answer is yes. New York quarterbacks Tommy DeVito and Zach Wilson are the NFC and AFC Offensive Players of the Week. New England, Bill Belichick, they're going to move on at the end of the year. The NFL is headed to Brazil. Draymond's fist versus Yusuf Nurkic's face. Nikola Jokic got the boot just before halftime in Chicago for cursing at an official. We'll, we'll talk some Sabres, we'll talk some Amherst. Hockey! 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan, Rochester. Hey there, good afternoon. Welcome on in, pull up a stool and join us here on the Sports Bar, Danger and Bataglia. Rochester's only local sports talk show. We're glad you're listening along at 95.7 FM, AM 950. The Fan Rochester sounds its best in the free-to-download Odyssey app. We've got the video stream up at the Fan Rochester on YouTube and on Twitch. We love interacting with you there and appreciate you liking and subscribing. And if you're just lounging around the house, very simple way to get us on your smart device. Just ask it to play 95.7 The Fan. I'm Danger. He's Bataglia. And uh, just in the last hour, Danger, I was on the phone with an old friend who is so excited on the path that the Buffalo Bills are taking. They are the team of destiny. Is this a guy that's been banned from the show? He's not banned. I don't know. In fact, he's coming on next week. What? He's been banned from the show. We can't have him coming in here and being right. Well, what's he going to do? He's going to come in and predict that the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl? I think a lot of Bills fans, especially if they beat Dallas, they know that's the last guy they want to hear from because he's he's the jinx. He's the Malloy. He's the guy that has the rolls colored glasses. And when he's working with us, and for everybody in the Odyssey stream, the only remnant we have of Masterstroke, and I'm holding there it there up. There they are. Put them on. Yeah, Go ahead. Rose-colored glasses. Look at those. Hey, like, you look oh, all right yeah. those, Gino. Those are sharp. <laughs> you look like uh, you could be like a highway hey. patrolman with those. Hey. Big uh, highway patrolman Bills fan. I don't even know where you find rose-colored glasses, but these, you know, we somebody got these for Masterstroke, and mm-hmm. they... They're here on the show yeah. in his honor. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Master Stroke, I, I love doing this. The fireside chat where you just kind of year in review, Buffalo Bills year in review. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that you, you got to put a smile on your face when you hear from him. 
He's just so optimistic about everything. Yeah, I just can't have him coming in here and making predictions that are accurate. We just don't need that here in the sports bar. And that was the last time he came in here with a prediction. He actually nailed it. It was uh, his prediction that the remember the Bills last season were having a hard time um, winning winning, winning one score yeah. games and master stroke came in here. We actually had him on. This is back in September of 2022. We had him on because it was hurricane season. He moved down to Florida, and we were worried that that hurricane, I think it was Hurricane Ian, was bearing down on the Gulf Coast. And so we wanted, first and foremost, to make sure he was okay. And then he stops by and drops this on us. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. But I actually like the Bills in a low-scoring game, uh, like 23-20. to We've always figured out how to stop their offense, uh, thankfully. Not completely, but we seem to have always had a decent time against Lamar Jackson. And they always seem to be a lot lower scoring than usual. I just have a feeling it's going to be lower scoring. And the Bills will be right around their spread with a three-point win somewhere in there. But I like them in the low low 20s, somewhere there. It's possible, Master Stroke, but we're going to hold you accountable one way or the other. So uh, you've got them (laughs) winning something that they normally don't do, a close game uh, against the Ravens. You say 23-20 on Sunday. I do. That old for the last eight has got to end somewhere. And I think it ends this week. This is where the narrator comes in and says, it ended that week. It, I, I think your theory was correct on this, that because he was so worried about the hurricane, he really couldn't put a lot of thought into it and overthink yeah. it. And he can only make like, a correct production yeah. when he's not of, of sound mind. Right. It was bizarro masterstroke. Yeah. And in all the years that you and I have been predicting scores, have we even gotten anywhere close? I mean, I've been mean, a few points off I here. We've gotten close. We've gotten close, we're but we're never close. exact. In fact, I think we're close most of the time. But yes, that, that one was like... Okay, well, you're done. We don't need you here anymore if you're going to come around here. Be right now. I should lighten up a little bit. Uh, Masterstroke and his son, Masterstroke Jr., did gift me out of out of the blue. I never asked for it. They gifted me a Bears throwback Nathan Peterman jersey, which you know I appreciate. And I, I you know, wear ironically whenever possible when rooting on the Bears. So I, I should be a little bit more gracious and, and say, yes, we're, we're having Masterstroke in. And I've... I mean, I guess we can lift the ban for one day next week during it's the holiday, the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't want to hear from Master Stroke? Well, I, I can list off a bunch of people that <laughs> probably don't want him coming in here <laughs> and making a prediction that, that you know, well, the, the, Sean McDermott is a master uh, is a master stroke by Sean McDermott. We don't know if the Bills are going to beat Dallas, right? Like, it's it's a coin flip at best. But I do know something will have gone wrong if they lose to Easton Stick. Are, are we risking alienating Bills fans if we bring in Master Stroke, where he's going to be like, "Hey, they're going to blow out the Chargers," and then they lose? You know what? The you know what? At that point, I don't care because we're on vacation. <laughs> okay? You can be upset all you want. It's not my fault. I'm on vacation. It's Christmas Eve. Yep, it'll be yeah. it'll be Christmas Eve. It'll be the week between Christmas and New Year's. Gino and I will be wearing our house uh, coats, and we'll be wearing our slippers next to the fire, sipping on some eggnog. No. No, go ahead. Be upset. If that happens, we don't deserve anything. We don't deserve anything for the holidays if that happens on Christmas Eve. That's our lump of coal mm. if that happens. That's not going to happen. Uh, all right, so that's next week. Master Stroke joining us in the sports bar for the fireside chat. That's where I'll fire up the uh, the jazzy Christmas music from uh, 
from uh, Snoopy, from Charlie Brown, Vince Guaraldi. Yeah, I'll fire that up for the fireside chat, and we'll we'll class things up here a little bit in the sports bar next week. This uh, this afternoon in the sports bar, uh, plenty of Bills talk. We'll get a, a check in from uh, Sal Capaccio. It's been a minute since we've had Sal on in the sports bar. Get a little uh, vibe check on on what's gone on uh, in the last week. How today went first day back of practice as they get ready for Dallas on on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and uh, get some injury updates too because AJ Epineza, Micah Hyde. Uh, again, it's only Wednesday, but if either of those uh, two players cannot go, um, you are facing the toughest team this Bills defense has faced this year. Um, I'm sorry, Kansas City uh, traditionally has a, an offense at that level this year. Not so much Dallas. Okay, the 49ers in a different sense, but Dallas, as far as who's on the Bills' schedule, this is the test for Sean McDermott's defense. We'll talk some X's and O's with Sal Capaccio coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. And as we do every Wednesday, we set you up with some winners for this weekend in the NFL. Our buddy PJ Glasser, the host of BetQL's Send It In and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, stops by Insider Calls, presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Yeah, he nailed that. Houston was going to stub their toe against the Jets, so he's got some you're, thoughts. You're burying the other one that he nailed as well. He also liked the Bears to beat the Lions, and that's one of the few things that I could say from this last week. It's like, oh. For all the betting I did this weekend, like that, those were the two that I'm like, thank God for PJ because I can't do this without his help. You want to tail PJ Glasser if you want to get some winners this weekend uh, in the NFL. We'll run through a list of games with him. Uh, that's coming up here in about 15 minutes or so. Yeah, so we've got time for your calls, 8664-FAN, 8664-326. As my buddy Danger would say, the table is set. I, um, I have a new candidate for take of the year. And I'm, I'm going to spring this on you because I, I got to give uh, a tip of the cap to one of our regulars on Twitter, Peter, who uh, you can reach out to us, by the way, on X, Elon's Twitter, at uh, the fan Rochester. He said that his belief is that take of the year, and we'll announce our take of the year next week as well, that take of the year should go to Gene Battaglia for Jack is not a real name. I am agreeing with Peter on this one. I I, I mean, I don't want to kill the suspense. Was that this year or last that year? I don't even year. know. It's Jack like- is not a real name is a fantastic take. But Peter adds, I appreciate Mad Dog's take on the Lakers in-season tournament banner take. Now, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, how mm-hmm. ridiculous I think it is that the banner, the, the, they're going to raise a banner for the in-season tournament. And I just wanted to let, let, listen to the sweet music of Mad Dog losing his mind over the the banner raising for the in-season tournament. This is Take of the Year nominee from Mad Dog, Chris Russo. Can you imagine what Elgin Baylor is doing right now? <laughs> how, about, how about Jerry West? The logo. The logo. How about Gail Goodrich? Look him up. Happy Hurston. Happy Hurston. Jimmy McMillan. All right. Paul Gasol, God rest his soul, Kobe. We are going to drink champagne after we win a regular season tournament, first inaugural in the locker room. And then to top it off, they got 18, 19 banners. How many championships? 17. 17. And they're drinking champagne. And then they're going to raise a banner to the rafters in L.A. for winning this inaugural tournament. Banners are for championships and retired numbers. (laughs) They're not for a four-game series in the middle of November. And I'm not going to 
inaugural tournament. The Silver did a great job with it. I'm not knocking it. But you got to have a little perspective here. That's the, the, the Lakers are the lands of West and Banner and Wilt and Kareem and Jamal Wilts. And how about Pat Riley? Think Riley like to see that when he was in Miami? Watching that freaking put the banner up? Pat must have thrown up when he saw that. <laughs> how about Magic Johnson? You think Magic liked that? How about Worthy? That is a disgrace. Dog is all one. Look at this. And you tarnish that with the banner from the inaugural Challenge Cup? God help me, please. <laughs> not Number the three. Lord, not the and Lord. And you know I'm right. I think you're overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> That's Stephen A comes in with the hammer. I think I, you're overreacting. I was going to say, Molly kind of ruins it with her shrieks there. Uh, I, I got to tell you, uh, I love that take so much. And, you know, I, I love it partially because it was exactly the same thing that I thought, but he delivers it in a way that I could never deliver it. That's why he's who he he's is. He's a great. And he's why a great one, yeah. I am who I am. Uh, and it's with that in mind, Gino, that today, later on this hour, or, or you know what, after our conversation with PJ, I wanted to unveil something new uh, on the sports bar for the first time ever. I wanted to give the, I wanted to do the 2023 Francesas. The Francesa Awards, the 2023 Francesas in the sports bar. What are what are the Francesas? Well, you are, are you know talking about Mad Dog, talking about Mike Francesa. Oh, who cares? These are these are the legends, the goats, the people that that we are not here without them. Right? They laid the groundwork for all of us to be able to come on the radio and spit takes, and that includes you calling us at eight six six four three two six eight six six four F A N. The best calls that we get are the ones that uh are the ones that that come in strong that you come in with a take i mean romy's been saying it for years have a take don't suck right and it's because of guys like mike francesa it's because of guys like mad dog so the francesas uh and we're the genesis of this oh who cares francesa saying who cares maybe you remember um how did that come about how it came about like this was from a few years ago uh, more than a few years ago. Now, this would have been uh, 2018, November of 2018. Still on WFAN, mm-hmm. Mike Francesa at this point. Eddie in Hoboken. What's up, Eddie? Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up? Hey, Mike, Stan Lee died today. Did you ever meet the guy? What do you think of him? Stan Lee? Yeah, Stan Lee. I don't know who he is. I don't know who he is, no. Jesus. <laughs> who is he? Who is he? Who is Stan Lee? He was one of the creators of Marvel Comics. Oh, who cares? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not a comic book guy. Is that, what, is that who he is, Stan Lee? The he guy created who, Spider-Man. That was his oh, big created thing. Spider-Man? Sorry. I never was a comic book reader as a kid. I apologize. Oh, never. who cares? Oh, who cares? Oh, who cares? <laughs> oh, callous! If somebody died, oh, who cares? So I've got the 2023 Francesas lined up and ready to go. Why do I think some I will agree with and some are going to piss me off? Why do I think that this is where you're going with That's this? That's what a great take does. Splits the audience. We'll we'll go through the list. The 2023 Francesas are coming up uh, later on <laughs> later on this afternoon. We'll get through our conversation with PJ first, and then we'll get to all of the past 12 months Francesas. Oh, who cares? It's a holiday gift for me to you. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. So there you go. The table is set, and uh, the Bills got back to practice today, Gino. They did. So they are small favorites, two and a half points over Dallas. And on the uh, Wednesday injury, and again, injury reports on a Wednesday, you just kind of, 
you, you still can't say, all right, Micah Hyde and AJ Epineza will not play, but that's still possible. But uh, understand they didn't practice today. Looking at some of the others, Von Miller was given the Veterans Day arrest. Maybe that's going to be the MO. And it's also convenient that he's not around on a Wednesday to answer, you know, decline interview sure. requests. That's also uh, something that Dalton Kincaid. It's listed as thumb, shoulder. He was limited today. Taron Johnson, limited with an ankle. Um, and, uh, yeah, everybody else. Player. It was interesting that Josh Allen was actually listed on the uh, injury report. Right shoulder is a full participant. Kyer Elam, full participant. He did not get activated, by the way. Dawson Knox did. He was a full participant. As is, the window is open for Justin Shorter. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so he was at practice today. That's one of those forgotten bills. Like, Justin Shorter forgot. Wide receiver that the Bills took late in the draft. It's red shirt year. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. And you also have uh, another player that uh, we're kind of wondering about, like Damian Harris. Oh, yeah. Like, what happened to Damian Harris? Is he done for the year? We don't know. He was not activated uh, today, or the window was not open, but the window was open today on uh, Justin Shorter. Okay, good news. Uh, There's the Buffalo Bills injury report, and we'll have Sal... Uh, Capaccio join us here uh, in the four o'clock hour to give us the latest from one bills drive as the bills uh, look to take on the uh, look to look to advance past the Dallas Cowboys here and improve their chances of of uh, winning another AFC East title here over the course of the next few weeks. One of their opponents here in the next few weeks, a lot of noise circulating around New England. Yeah, so the report last night from uh, NBC Boston reporter Tom Curran, who just point this out. Reputable reporter been doing this a long time. Okay, he's not doing this for clicks per se. He had the report last night. The Patriots have made up their mind, and it happened after the Patriots lost a really boring game overseas in Germany uh, to the Colts. And Robert Kraft made the decision coming on the way back that uh, the, the Patriots were going to make a change at head coach. And Bill Belichick, of course, continues on. Um, Nobody else has reported that. None of the NFL info guys, but you sure better believe that Bill Belichick in his Wednesday press conference was asked about it, and he went back to the same thing whenever he was brought up. Just here, we're getting ready for Kansas City. Just getting ready for Kansas City. Yeah, like, what what do you think you were going to get out of him when you ask him about his future with New England? Actually, I'm retiring. Or (laughs) actually, we did sit down, and yes, you got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shocking. I'm going to walk away. In fact, uh, this is my last game. I mean, you know, we're just going to uh, pull up stakes here for the end of the season. I just start thinking about, you know, who could be next in line if he leaves. Is it is it a promote from within situation? Like, do you have some some infighting within the coordinators like Gerard Mayo or Bill O'Brien? Like, if Belichick leaves, does O'Brien leave with them? Does Gerard Mayo stay behind? Do they go completely off the reservation and bring somebody from the outside in, which doesn't seem like something they've they would do because of just how long. Belichick has been there. It, it's it'll be a fascinating story to continue to watch. But there's almost just from watching the Patriots last Thursday night. Don't you feel like there's a there's a a little less pressure on them? Like they're playing a little bit more free with Bailey Zappi and and the way they played against Pittsburgh felt like they were doing to Pittsburgh what Pittsburgh wanted to do to New England. Like every game is just going to be ugly. There was something different last weekend, too, that you and I both noted. If In the past, if Bill Belichick had an extra day or two to prepare, awesome, I'll watch more film or get ready here for our next opponent, Kansas City, blah, 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 blah. You had 10 days. 
Uh, he wasn't in Foxborough. For that matter, he wasn't in Massachusetts. He he went to the Army-Navy game. Yeah. And good for him. And this is what players do and sometimes coaches do on their day off. Not Bill Belichick normally. And there he was wearing the helmet, Lee Corso style, and having some fun. And I don't know. That comes across to me maybe that as a guy who accepts his fate, I'm going to have some fun. And let's just kind of see what we can do here in these these final games. And I'm going to walk off, you know, look at the body of work. And you disagree with me on this. I stand by the body work says that he is the greatest head coach of all time. Period. I mean, by definition of championships, one, of course. By definition of I nurture and you know promote guys, no, not at all, not even no, close, no, no. But but that's my it, argument. My yeah. argument is that if the standard is all of it, championships, you know, development of players, development of coaches, it's Bill Walsh for me. Like Bill Walsh is the guy that you could look at his body of work as a head coach, the innovations that he brought to the football field in terms of his play calling, his design, and then his coaching tree. It's, it's impeccable. It's fantastic. Sean McDermott is an sh- offshoot of the Bill Walsh coaching tree. By you know, it's like the Kevin Bacon game. Oh, okay, because of Reed. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Like I'm like really anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Guess, anybody. Uh, you know, it's like he's like the Kevin Bacon of NFL coaches. Like every oh, there's a lot of really really good coaches in the NFL that you could trace their path all the way back to Bill Walsh and be like, that's how impactful and influential he was as a leader of men. Belichick is his own guy. And he's had a lot of success in New England with the greatest quarterback of all time by his side. He, he deserves. I'm not trying to discredit him, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stop short of saying he is the greatest coach of all time. I'm not gonna do it. Can't do it. Well, I have a take coming up, and I'll drink to that. Like because if this is true, let's say this is true. His last road game as head coach in the New England Patriots will be in Buffalo. Yeah. How tasty is that? Uh, it, yeah, it, it is tasty. Uh, and and for some reason, because every time they play the Patriots, I feel this way. I'm nervous about that game. I'm not nervous. Yep. And also, I would say this. I think it's actually mm-hmm. bad for Buffalo. Like, you want Bill Belichick chasing the Don Shula record and, you know, scratching out six, seven, eight wins. Not going to be... Like, he's not the personnel guy. He he's he's tired. I would just be. I'm interested to know what's next here. Like, would he take a year off, or would he listen to the owner of the commanders? Or will he take or a gig owner? with Army? Like he was there for the Army Navy thing. Was like, was he there interviewing? Was he laying the groundwork for an exit strategy to take his next gig? He's he might take a lacrosse gig for all right, we know. Right. Like. He can do whatever he wants, and and we'll all have to be like, yeah, that's fine, good. He deserves it. He does. Um, he deserves better than what he's <laughs> what he's had the last few years in New England. But again, I I go back to well, I, I don't know what you expected when you had Matt Patricia, a defensive minded guy, calling your plays on offense last year. You're you're kind of recycling through guys. You've got your son on the staff, and he's probably not qualified. And you know, you kind of. I, I'm I'm not sympathetic at all, but you would think that the greatest coach of all time could do more than what he's been able to do since Tom Brady left New England. 
hasn't happened for for Bill Belichick to get back together with Linda. Is that his ex? Yeah, his ex girlfriend. His ex girlfriend. God, he must be miserable to be around if things aren't going well. Like, probably a really good guy when, when things like. The, the Bill Belichick that was on set last weekend, that's Bill Belichick I'd love to I, tap into. I, that's what I've heard about Belichick. Yeah. That, like, tap into that knowledge, have yeah. some conversations. Yeah, that, like, he'd be very personable, but when it's football time, pfft, um, you know, nothing, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we're going to get to uh, P.J. Glasser next, get some winners for Week 15 in the NFL. P.J. Glasser, the host of VetQL's Send It In, an Odyssey Sports betting insider, joining us next Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. This holiday season, all your wishes are coming true on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, everything from spreads to player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Mike, M-I-K-E, to kick off the NFL season and play with me on the NFL, in the NFL, on FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call one 877 hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on ninety five seven oh, yeah. FM and AM nine fifty. The Fan Rochester. The- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan Rochester Sports Update. A.J. Epineza and Micah Hyde did not practice for the Buffalo Bills today. Von Miller again given a Veterans Day off. Head coach Sean McDermott knows this is a tough opponent. This they're week. explosive. Um, I think they're you know very talented offense. Um, you know, I think well coached really across all three phases um, of their team with with offense, defense, and special teams. And um, you know they're as you've seen and you mentioned they're they're hard to stop. Bills and Cowboys, 425 the kickoff on Sunday. Our pregame coverage will begin at noon. We'll talk to P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In, coming up next year in the sports bar. Hockey tonight, the Amherst, first of three straight on the road there in Springfield. Don Stevens will have the call at 7. Sabres also on the road tonight there in Colorado, 10 p.m., the puck drop time. Gene Taglin, the sports leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Welcome back into the sports bar. Danger and Battaglia. Happy you're with us. Wednesday means we get you some winners. We look ahead to this weekend's action in the NFL. And to do that, the host of BetQL's Send It In. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider PJ Glasser. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And PJ uh, had me on his show on Sunday, Gino, and we were talking Bills and Chiefs. And uh, there was, while while it was happening, I think we were all, PJ, JP, his co-host, and, and myself, we were all kind of stunned as what was happening uh, in Cleveland. We couldn't believe that uh, the Jags were down to um oh the quarterback that uh they, they had starting that game uh oh he played for the ravens is that the guy that started i mean the he game? was playing at an elite level how who are we talking about pg i'm trying to remember joe flacco danger that's who we're talking about cleveland is wacko for flacco they right absolutely now. are they absolutely uh, are and they're calling him elite i i think it was miles garrett that even used the word elite he's like he is elite okay that's where we are in the afc uh we got you in here pj to, to to get some winners and let's let's start by staying in the afc north because the last time we saw the steelers they were getting embarrassed by a bad patriots team and now now they take on the colts I know how much you like spots. Tell me about this game. Danger, it's my favorite bet of the week, fellas. Love the Steelers, plus two and a half. They're going to win the game outright. This is all about Mike Tomlin, and this is all about the Steelers. Like you said, they're coming off two terrible losses against Arizona and New England. Their backs are against the wall. I talk all, all the time on this show every week about, you know, buy low, sell high, I mean, you can't really buy any lower than the Steelers right now, right? They're heading in the wrong direction. Nobody thinks they're going to make the playoffs. You look at that schedule, though, guys, they end the season home against the Bengals at Seattle and at Baltimore after this game. So they have any shot of making the playoffs. They better win this game. Indianapolis has been a nice story, but maybe they were exposed a little bit against the Bengals last week in that second half. No Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to continue to hurt them. It's all about Pittsburgh, though, and Mike Tomlin in these kind of situations. He delivers more often than not. I like the Steelers. PJ Glass, your host, send it in going over some of these games. And look, last we saw the Packers, he, losing to Tommy DeVito. He's Italian, though, I hear. 
You lost to, of course you lost to the Giants. He, he's Tommy DeVito. He's Italian, Gino. He's Italian. You're not going to lose to Tommy DeVito. Get out of here. So maybe the public's down on the Packers here a little bit. They're only giving up three at home against the Buccaneers. PJ, do you like Green Bay in this spot? I do, guys. I do. And, you know, when we get to December football and we start getting these matchups where we get warm weather, dome teams outside, and they got to play in places like Green Bay in December, I'm always going to lean to that cold weather team. So I already like that aspect from it for Green Bay. But then you look at where these teams are heading into this game. Well, Tampa just came off of their biggest win of the season, right? They're currently in first place right now in the NFC South at the playoffs started today. They would be in. That was a huge win. They're probably a little bit of an emotional hangover after that. And then Green Bay, like you guys said, I mean, they were six-point favorites against the Giants. That was a game they felt like they they probably thought they were going to win, especially after beating the Lions and the Chiefs and the way that they were playing. But I like them at home this week. And, again, it's Lambeau in December. It's a cold, tough place to play for a warm-weather team like Tampa. So, I'll take the Packers to bounce back this week. All right, so you got another uh, NFC South divisional matchup between the Panthers and the Falcons. Um, I'm trying to predict what you might be leaning, which direction you might be leaning. I mean, is this the Falcons out of desperation that they're going to put it on the Panthers, or do you actually think the Panthers might show something here this week? I like the total the best danger this week. I like the under 35. Carolina scored 18 points or fewer guys in their last seven games. Their offense has been terrible. They settled for too many field goals, way too many turnovers. Bryce Young, as we know, just is not developing like they would hope, like they thought he would, certainly to this point, right? It's 13 games in his career. And also this line, this is the stinkiest line of the week, right? Atlanta 6-7. and seven. They're tied for first in the NFC South playing record-wise the worst team in the NFL in Carolina, who's won one game. And this is only a three-point spread. The public is going to be all over the Falcons this week. The line's telling you that Carolina is going to keep it close. So if they do keep it close, this game's probably going to be low scoring. So I like the under 35 in this game. Yeah, PJ, another game which I have no idea which way to go. And if you're giving up you know, double digits, it's always, all right, pause here. What are we talking about? But you've got the 49ers looking like a, you know, a Super Bowl contender. Nothing's getting their way. They had their little kind of hiccup in the middle of the season. They look right now. Uh, but Kyler Murray's back in Arizona. Can the Cardinals keep this game close? The over-under at 48 and the Cardinals getting 13 and a half here. Yeah, I mean, guys, this is the second time these teams are playing, which you always like if you want to back the underdog. We know it's tough to beat a team two times in a division. And then you look at the the spots for these two teams, right? San Francisco, the last three games, they played Seattle twice, obviously that game against Philadelphia. They have the Ravens next week on Monday Night Football on Christmas night, which is going to be a fantastic game. How can they not be looking ahead a little bit to that? And now you got to play Arizona on the road. He's coming off of a bye So they get to regroup, refresh, and we know they're still playing hard. They're still battling. Guys are competing for jobs. Kyler Murray is competing for his job. I mean, he doesn't know if he's going to be the quarterback in Arizona next year, if he has to impress for another team elsewhere. I just think this is too many points. I hate getting in front of a team like San Francisco, who is such a machine right now, and beating everybody by double digits. But, man, 13.5 is a lot of points. I think the Niners win. 
But I think the Cardinals, I think it's like a 31-21 kind of game. So I'll take Arizona. PJ, the game we've been spending all week talking about as we look ahead to late uh, late afternoon Sunday, the, the Bills hosting the Cowboys. And the Bills have looked more impressive offensively with Joe Brady. Josh Allen has, has you know made a few mistakes, but nothing catastrophic. Uh, the defense, for once, did not uh, let the team down, albeit with, with a Kadarius Toney uh, offsides call to aid them in their efforts to give that game away to Kansas City last week. Uh, and then Dallas, who I really have a hard time finding anything to hate uh, about the way they've been playing recently is is pretty remarkable. Which way are you leaning between the Cowboys and the Bills, PJ? Guys, there's a reason that this game is only a one and a half point spread because it's, it's truly a toss up. These are two of the best teams in football. I think if you look at power ratings right now, like believe it or not, the Bills are actually the second highest power rated team. They're seven and six, but... As you guys know, I mean, we all see the ceiling. It feels like if Buffalo can just get in to the playoffs, that they maybe could get to the Super Bowl. Another great test for them this week. I just, until Dallas can prove to me that they can beat a team the caliber of Buffalo on the road with a spread this short where you essentially need them to win the game, I'm going to take Buffalo. So this wasn't two and a half. It's gone back down to one and a half, but... I still like the Bills in this spot. I mean, we know what's going to happen. Allen's going to make some incredible plays. He's going to do some great things. He's probably going to have a turnover or two sprinkled in. But the way that defense has been playing, you know, aside from the second half against Philadelphia, especially against some of these good teams, I've been impressed with all the injuries that they've had to deal with. So I would lean Buffalo in the game. But I think Cowboys teaser, if you want to tease it up to 7.5, that feels like the good play. I think just like Chiefs game was last week, this this is going to be a three- or four-point game either way. Uh, PJ, we get the uh, rare Sunday night game for the Jacksonville Jaguars at home um, as they're taking on the Ravens. The Jaguars are going to be wearing all teal in this game. And um, Baltimore coming off a you know, win that, boy, they eked out at home. And, and Jacksonville, as we talked about right at the top, coming off a loss against Cleveland. So if we're just kind of using this as a sine wave here, Jacksonville coming off a tough loss, um, are you going the Jags or are you looking at Baltimore here knowing, hey, the Ravens have the number one overall seed in the AFC in their sights. I like the Jags guys plus the points. Historically, Jacksonville is just one of those places that the Ravens never play well at. Everybody knows if you're a fan of a team, you know there are certain places around the league where your team just doesn't play well. And for the Ravens, that's Jacksonville, and it's always been that way. The games are always close. They're usually always ugly. Jacksonville's a desperate team. They've lost two in a row. Uh, you know, their chances of winning the one seed hinge on this game, but also, you know, they're just trying to win the division. The Colts and the Texans are still only one game back of them. So it's a huge game. Gene, like you said, the Ravens obviously trying to hold on to that number one seed. If there are still three and a halfs out there and you can grab that with Jacksonville, I really like that. If there, if you can only get a three, I would probably lean Ravens on the money line. I think they squeak out another close win, but Jacksonville's going to play him tough. This is going to be a close game. The Ravens-Jags games in Jacksonville are always tight. So I'd lean the Jags plus the points, but I do think the Ravens probably squeak out a win. Let's talk a little bit uh, about some futures here, especially in the AFC where we're talking about that one seed. And and we've spent a lot of time, get, based on the results of Monday night with Miami choking away that game against Tennessee. Now we look as Bills fans, we're like, 
hey, that week 18 game in Miami could be for the AFC East. So is there value in the AFC East when you're looking at the odds of who could be the AFC East champion? And what about that one seed overall in the AFC, PJ? Absolutely. Uh, We'll start with the East. And uh, I I mean, guys, look, as you know, the Bills schedule, tough game this week against Dallas. But then after that, those next two games, especially with the Herbert injury, that game at the Chargers certainly doesn't look as hard as maybe it once did. Then you get New England at home. They're going to be double-digit favorites in that game. And then obviously at Miami. But the Bills are in a good spot, especially if they can win this week, because the Dolphins finished the season with Dallas, Baltimore, and then obviously Buffalo. If the Bills can just stay one game back of Miami, they'll have a chance to win that division. And at 3-1, to one, plus 300, with the way that they're playing and Miami and Tyree Kill maybe is a little banged up, and if you can get Miami away from home and playing some good teams, what are they going to look like? I think absolutely Buffalo's worth the play. So I really like that at plus 300. And then for the one seed, I still like the Chiefs, guys, at plus 300. If you're looking for a value play, the Ravens' schedule is brutal here down the stretch. We just talked about that Jacksonville game. Then they have to go at San Francisco the following week. They finish with the Dolphins and the Steelers at home. Four really tough games. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are going to be favored by a touchdown or more in all of their remaining four games. They're favored by nine this week against New England. Then, you know, they have easy games at home against the Raiders. They get the Bengals at home, even though they're playing better, but it's still Browning instead of Burrow. And then they finish out the Chargers with Easton Stick as well. So the way that the Dolphins and the Ravens schedule compare to the Chiefs, and Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. They seemingly always get the number one seed. I would still take a shot with the Chiefs to get that one seed at plus 300. PJ Glasser, your host, ascended in. Um, PJ, we haven't spent a lot of time talking about the coach of the year. Maybe that was because, well, it's going to go to Dan Campbell or it's going to go to D'Amico Ryans. But hearing both of those head coaches lose this past week. And now all of a sudden, if Detroit and Houston stumble down the stretch, maybe they get to the postseason, that would be enough. But is there any value for anybody else? How would you handicap the market right now for the coach of the year? Yeah, Gene. So when you're looking at coach of the year, you mentioned right now there are three guys tied at the top at plus 325 on BetMGM. Dan Campbell, D'Amico Ryans, and Mike McDaniel. I think if you want to place a wager on one of those three guys, it's got to be Dan Campbell because he's the safest play. D'Amico Ryan's and the Texans, there's a good chance they might not make the playoffs, especially with Stroud hurt. Mike McDaniel and Dolphins, we just talked about, might not even win the division. Dan Campbell and the Lions, it feels like right now we kind of know where they're going to fall. They're not going to get the one seed. They're not going to miss the playoffs, but they're probably going to win their division, and they're probably going to have 10-11 wins. So if you're looking for those three guys, I think Campbell's the safest play, but I think it's a great market to attack some long shots. You look at a guy like Kevin Stefanski, all the injuries that the Browns have had to deal with this year, they're tw- he's 12-1 to 1 to win the award. And if the Browns make the playoffs, if they win 10-11 games, he's certainly going to have a chance. I think John Harbaugh, we just talked about the Ravens schedule. If they win out, go 13-14-3 and 14 and, three and get the one seed at 22-1, to 1, he's got a chance. Zach Taylor is 25-1. to 1. What if he makes the playoffs with Jake Browning? And we all thought the Bengals were left for dead. So... I think there's some really good value on some of these guys down the board. Even a guy like Kevin O'Connell for the Vikings with all that they've had to deal with. Justin Jefferson's hardly played. Cousins has been out. So I know there's a three-way tie at the top. And if you want to take a wager on one of those guys, I certainly understand. But 
man, guys, there is a case to be made, I think, down the board for some of these guys with some really good value. PJ, for anybody listening who is unfamiliar with BetQL, uh, let them know about what, what a resource that can be for them. And then let's dive in a little bit deeper and talk about your specific show for BetQL on the BetQL Network. Send it in, which happens weekdays, and, and, and how people can check that out. Yeah, guys, BetQL, we call ourselves the home of wagertainment, right? So we love having fun. We obviously love talking sports betting as well. And uh, my show specifically, send it in 1 to one thirty p.m. Eastern time. It's 30 minutes quick, rapid fire, and it's interactive. So people that listen can tune in and send any questions or best bets that they have at me. And we kind of do what we do on these phone calls, guys. You know, we go through a little bit of everything. We talk awards. We talk about the games. We look at some futures and uh, everything going on around the sports world. So it's a lot of fun what we're doing at BetQL and what we're doing over at Send It In as well. Yeah, and, and when we uh, when we talk to you next week, PJ, let's talk a little bit about the bowl games. A lot oh, of yeah. people are going to be really interested in uh, having a little holiday action there, PJ. PJ, you're the best. Really appreciate your time and your plays here once again. Yeah, thank you, guys. Always great talking to you. There is PJ Glasser. He is the host of BetQL Send It In. You can hear that in the free-to-download Odyssey app. You can follow along BetQL on YouTube and on Twitch as well. PJ Glasser delivering some heat, giving us some winners for this weekend in the NFL. Yeah, that seems like the market's a little slow to react to the coach of the year. Like, Mike McDaniel still is tight. It's going to be Campbell, right? If the Lions don't completely stub their toe. Or Stefanski's an interesting. I think if Cincinnati makes the postseason without Joe Burrow, it's Zach Taylor. I mean, that that's remarkable to me. The guy that nobody wanted as your quarterback, Jake Browning, nobody wanted that guy. He's he's bounced around. Nobody thought that guy looks like a starting He looks like a starting quarterback. You know what's remarkable, Danger? Cleveland has won with Four different quarterbacks. Yeah. Four different quarterbacks have won games for Cleveland this year. And if Joe Flacco, you get him out of the ashes here. Yeah. It's it's funny when you see that. And look, it's not to discredit the job that a guy like Sean McDermott has done with the defense. I mean, look, you don't have your guys. You you're playing with you're playing with backups for the majority of the season on that side of the ball in Buffalo. And the defense is still Highly rated defense, still a competent defense. Like there's, but but the flash that comes with, wow, look at what this guy has done with this quarterback that nobody saw. It's Brian Dayball last year, right? Like, wow, he turned Daniel Jones into something. If if you're Zach Taylor or Kevin Stefanski and you make it to the postseason, uh, if they both make it to the postseason, that's a that's a coin flip for me. Like, who do you give it to? I don't know. One of those two guys probably more more than I would over over Dan Campbell. Yeah, but the, you go over recent history here. I'll go back. Like they, like you mentioned, it's always the overachiever award. Mike Vrabel might get fired. It's true. Like they're underachieving. Uh, he was the coach of the year in 2021. They were one seed. Did we not forget? Yeah, right. Stefanski actually won in 2020. That's right. That's right. Like they I made it to the postseason. Yep. 2018 was your guy, Matt Nagy. Yeah. Where's he today? Zach Taylor never won it, right? He's not on that list. No. Yeah, Zach Taylor feels like uh, if we're talking about like dark horse guys right now, uh, if if Jake Browning, if a Jake Browning led Bengals team finds their way when we left them for dead after the Burrow injury, if they find their way in the postseason, I, that's my guy. That's Zach. Ta- it's Zach Taylor for me. But what's interesting here, and I'd have to do a little research, all these guys, Dable didn't make the Super Bowl, Vrabel didn't make the no. Super Bowl, Stif- Harbaugh, Maggie, McVay 2017, no, that didn't come that year, Garrett, no. 
No, it's all okay. it's all yeah. overachievers. Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, that's the last time a, a coach won this award and they made it to the Super Bowl. He was also 15 and 1. Right. Like if you're 15 and 1 or if you're if you're 16 and 1 moving forward, like yeah, you're probably going to win coach of the year cuz unanimously you've just steamrolled the entire league for the entirety of the, of the regular season. Um that that'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Lots of factors in play and, and still a lot of football left to go. I like the PJ likes the value on the Bills to win the AFC East. I'm with him on that. Plus 300 right now to get the Bills winning the AFC East. I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. That feels like a very, very good value right now. Just looking at the schedule. I'm surprised that that hasn't moved based on the outcome of Monday night. Based on Tyree Kill's injury. You know how often are they going to go to Tyree Kill down the stretch? I would actually expect it to be longer because honestly, danger. Like it still is going to come down to Week 18, and the Bills would be would the Bills be favored in that game? I don't think so. Well, I, I think if they win against Dallas and if they win against the Chargers and the I think they will be favored in that game because if you project it out, you think about what might happen to Miami here over the course of the next couple of weeks. It's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough for Miami to to scratch out some wins against these really good teams that they're playing. Dallas, Baltimore. Um, Hell, even the Jets this weekend, I think, are going to give Miami some problems. I really believe that. All right, good stuff from PJ. We're going to take a break and come back with, I'll drink to that. We have some takes on tap, Gino. And and my first ever Franceses, the 2023 Franceses coming up here in the sports bar. Oh, who cares? What are the Franceses? I'll explain. I know we're all focused here on Bill's Cowboys as we should be, but the final regular season home game for Buffalo, how's that going to look? It's going to be historic, right? If this is actually true, that will be the last row game for Bill Belichick as the Patriots head coach. Got some thoughts on that. Okay, we'll get to that and more next. Some takes on tap and Sal Capaccio, Buffalo Bills sideline reporter and WGR joins us in the 4 o'clock hour as well. We'll get a practice report from Sal from Orchard Park uh, coming up here right around 425. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan Rochester. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 